Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Welcome to today's podcast brought to you by U.S. Bank. Imagine a world where your moneymaker is your hobby? Well, you won't have to. U.S. Bank takes pride in being the extra push people need to turn their dream job into reality. With friendly advice, setting realistic goals, and being there, supporting them with every step in their journey, just like a friend or partner would. It's time to turn your side gig into something bigger. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Now let's tune into today's episode. Hey, hello, welcome. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, theballerlifestyle.com. I'm Brian Beckner. Stoked to have you here. It's episode eight. At some point, I'm going to lose count. I'm already sort of losing count. I'm already getting confused. Like counting to eight is difficult sometimes, but pretty sure we're on eight. Uh, Super Bowl week, the all Super Bowl edition of the Baller Lifestyle podcast. We're going to go wall to wall Super Bowl today. So, and not this stupid shit you're hearing everywhere else. Um, just a reminder, you know, I don't, I feel like I hit this ad nauseum, but every time I do it, somebody says, thanks for doing it. The the show is on iTunes. Now, if you're getting it via the website, you can subscribe on iTunes, go to iTunes, search the baller lifestyle. It will come up. You'll see my name, um, subscribe, rate, comment, do whatever, even give it a shitty comment. If you don't like it, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm of the opinion, and anybody that's listening to me on the radio knows this, I'm really, really comfortable with half the people listening to me and liking what I do, and the other half of the people listening to me and hating what I do, because that's the niche I want to be in. That's I'm doing something right if people don't like what I'm doing, and so I'm going to keep doing it. So the show is on iTunes. Check it out. Also coming up on – going to do some more stuff on the website. We have – with the Super Bowl week – we have a Super Bowl props column that's going to post that Ed's going to write that's going to post probably on Friday. And just we'll probably do a couple other things to get you ready for the Super Bowl. Also upcoming, kicking around the idea of doing a sex and relationship advice column on the site. Uh, I'll set up an email. You guys can ask your, you know, like my dick doesn't work or my wife doesn't want to have sex with me or I don't know. Any questions like that? that you want answered by our in-house relationship advice, sex advice columnist. I think that could be fun. And so we're going to try that out. We're going to do a little sex and relationship advice on the baller lifestyle. Cause we're, it's full service. We do sports, pop culture, things that are happening, things that are prescient to your lives. We want to be involved in. So there could be food. I have a beer column upcoming, all that kind of shit. It's all encompassing. Um, it, the Grammys were this week, last week, Sunday night. Um, that was a real shit show, in my opinion. 
Um, I'm not sure if anybody watched. I don't like. I don't want to watch. I don't care. I'm not interested. But at the same time, I feel like I could make a tweet about it. So I kind of find myself tuning in. And fuck, terrible. Uh, I, no one loves Willie Nelson more than I do. And I've seen him play a couple times, and he's been awesome every time I've seen him play. But it's just not the right environment for a lot of those artists. The pairing up of people is just fucking wretched. Uh, music is in a terrible state of disarray, and everybody involved should be embarrassed. That was a, just a joke. Terrible. I mean, it was as bad as I expected it to be, but still bums me out because I love music. I'm into music. Um, joining us. Oh, wait. Before we get to, before we introduce Ed, just just here's what's happening today. We're gonna talk Super Bowl, like I said, wall to wall Super Bowl show. We want to talk about the game. Uh, something that's made me question myself is has has Richard Sherman and Richard Sherman fatigue. Has Richard Sherman's big mouth made me do the impossible and root for the most annoying fan base in the NFL and even more impossible root for Peyton Manning? Am I a Bronco fan? In this Super Bowl? Something to think about. Also, a lot of prop bets on the board. Those are always fun. Uh, we, we're going to go through some of the actual props, and then we're going to discuss a few of our own made up. If we were running a sports book, things we would like to bet on. And bet on them. You guys are going to have your own pools. Uh, that's another thing we're going to discuss. Super Bowl parties. Everybody does bets on shit at Super Bowl parties. Um, I'm going to tell you how to do it. I'm going to tell you how to handle yourself. And more importantly, I'm going to tell you how to handle your spouse because that's an issue at Super Bowl parties. Uh, and the halftime show again, that kind of goes along the lines of the Grammys, um, Bruno Mars, the red hot chili peppers. Like I, I don't need to see any of this. I don't need this to be a thing. I remember they used to counter-program with a, a quick episode of Beavis and Butthead at halftime. I think there needs to be more of that. There's, And I'm not talking the puppy bowl and the lingerie bowl. Uh, just something good, something that I would watch anyways that I that I can throw on for 30 minutes while people are hanging out drinking beers at, at the pad. Uh, and and I'll, as we do or we've been doing every week, we're going to do the Bachelor Report. Bachelor correspondent, Fancy Sauce, will join us. She's going to talk Bachelor and tell us what we need to know about what happened last night or two nights ago, depending on when you're listening to this, on The Bachelor. A uh, lot, lot happening on The Bachelor. Two more broads got kicked off and this, you know, things are things are heating up. He's There's some favorites have emerged. Some chicks he just keeps around and no one's sure why. But we're going to get to all that when Fancy Sauce joins us on The Bachelor Report. Now, joining me, as always, my man, my main man, mar half-marathoner, Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? <laughs> what's happening? How are you feeling, buddy? You ran a half-marathon. Uh, well, I'll say I'm, I'm happy it's done. And I, I think this is actually the perfect place to do it. I'm officially announcing my retirement from running more than... 10k in my lifetime you heard it here first wow just big news just breaking the news world know. one and done and i'm gonna tell you the the, the running that you know 
accomplishing a distance, it's not fun, but it's doable. Yeah. But longer races really mean one thing, more time around running people. Like, yeah, I was, was going to ask you about that. I assume you were exposed to quite a few people that can be categorized as being way too into it. Right. If you do a if you do a five k or a three mile run and something like that, you're casual athletes, just people doing something for something to do. But if you go into like a real distance, you're just talking about running people, like the people with the weird shoes, yeah, and tights. Yes, I mean because it was 16 degrees at the start of the race. Uh, Competitive runners, they have gear. They're geared up. Stupid hats, accessories, yeah, running hats. Lots of lots of things going on. Watches that have like 19 buttons that they're setting up before the race to get their heart. Got to keep. Got to keep that heart rate. Yep. Yeah, just assholes. But the worst part is any race you got to you got to line up probably 15 to 20 minutes before it starts so they're getting everybody corralled in and the worst part is the DJ playing music like Th- this is this is a new thing yeah i I've, I've noticed this at races too there's a, there's a, there's entertainment the guy was playing an eclectic mix of techno music mixed with techno music just yeah right right well come on you're in manhattan like <laughs> Russians are spilling out of the disco, jumping in the race. I felt like somebody was going to hand me some Molly and a glow stick when I got to the start. <laughs> might have, might have made been, made the race a little more palatable. Oh, just unacceptable. And it, it just start you start thinking about it, and you think about those guys who drive by blasting techno in their car. Like yeah, just just the worst. It, there's anyone who who listens to techno music like on purpose. I got a, a fundamental problem. Yeah, I don't even know that you can really listen to that kind of music. But surely you've 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 heard people drive by yes. in their car, and yes. it's like, what's yes. going on in there? Right, right. Well, and not not a lot of functioning brain cells is what I usually think is going on. Right, they shouldn't have a license, though. Um, you agreed. You well, they should they should be herded onto an island somewhere. They should have a DJ. <laughs> They on should, Techno Island. Yeah, send them to Molokai or the old leper colony. Yes, we'll herd them all on there, and then once once we're certain they're all on there, we light we set fire to the island, <laughs> and then hand them glow sticks as they go. Yes, down. yes, this is this is my answer to everything. Well, I don't I don't know. I've never I've certainly never run that far. I did do a ten k. Well, I've done a few ten ks. One time I did a ten k, and at the end of the ten k. They, there was a stage, the whole setup, the DJ, there's a whole setup and they brought up these two, they had a couple Marines up that were like training and as part of their training, they did the 10K, but they kind of like hiked it Uh. with their pack on and they're like, oh, these guys, these guys have a 50 pound backpack and they did the, they did the race and everybody gave them a round of applause and God knows I love everyone in the service, but I'm standing there going, well, hold on. They fucking walked the whole time. <laughs> I ran the thing. I lapped oh, these I assholes twice. Oh, I thought you were going to say that they had like a sick time with 50-pound bags. No. No. No, they, they walked it. They didn't run. They didn't run the whole thing. They walked. They literally, they literally sandbagged it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was carrying my own 50-pound front pack. And nobody gave me any credit 
for running the whole time with my added weight, which I thought was kind of bullshit. Yeah, where, where was your extra trophy? Yeah, exactly. I, how was I not recognized on the stage with DJ TJ? You know, absolute <laughs> bullshit. Uh, well, congratulations. That That is an accomplishment. Uh, that's that's a hike, man, in freezing weather, running, training, all that bullshit. It's it's to be commended. And uh, I, what should be... It was just dumb to do. I'm, I'm of not, course, yeah. I, it was just a dumb move. I, as I told you, I had a few beers and kind of yeah. got talked into it. Yeah. And it's a lesson learned. You know, people talk about the, the dangers of drinking, but like, I think I suffered one of the bigger consequences you could have. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like making plans to go to breakfast with people, uh, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to go to breakfast with those assholes. <laughs> We're doing brunch? Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, it's a similar sort of result. Don't drink and speak. And make decisions. Yeah, don't drink in public. Don't drink with other people. Just keep it safe. Stay home alone. Avoid everyone when you're consuming yeah. alcohol. Words to live by. Uh, did you, you, you sent me a text the other day that you, uh, I was mid, I was mid fight. Yeah. You, you, frogs. why, why were you on the phone with France? What, what are you doing talking to France? No one should ever do this. What, what's going on? I'm not going to bore anyone with the details, but let's just say I had to con- contact amazon.fr. That's to not make it- even a thing. Amazon is here. There's uh, nothing they, in they've got, they've got their own French branch. Oh my god! And I needed to. This was uh, a gift card for somebody who lives in Paris. And uh, blah blah blah. Oh my god! I needed needed to make the most minor of changes. Yes. I needed to change an email address that it was going to. Yeah. It turned into a two and a half hour ordeal. The I, I was working Google Translate back and forth on a chat line. Oh my god! And I'm and they're typing to me, and I'm I'm first I had to navigate the. Uh, I, I felt like some sort of forensics guy navigating the website because in any country there's like a like an English button, and then you can just if you're in Mexico or wherever you can always yes. find English. Not in not, France, no. Not not amazon.fr. Well, the, the French think they're the center of the universe and they don't understand why everyone doesn't speak French. Napoleon, Napoleon was the last time you guys were really flexing your muscle. That's true. That's true. I think that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was in the and, 1800s. And they just I, I I went there a couple years ago and aside from the assholes blowing smoke in my face and service being a little slow, like I felt like they it wasn't quite as bad as uh European vacation. Sure. But it just got they got super cunty on the chat. Oh, like, I believe it. Yeah, so whatever. Pierre or Jacques, whoever they were. Well, that's the only two names. It was one of those two. Henri. Yeah. It could have been Henri. Yeah. Henri. Yeah. And the the way it finally it finally got settled was and this seriously was two and a half hours of back and forth, like emails, then back to chat, and the chats would just Email would refer me back to the chat. Yeah. I was just going crazy, but it was a significant amount of money yeah. to like to let it die. Sure, it, at the three hour mark, it would have been money burnt, but I had to at least fight for it. And finally, I went with the uh, Steve Martin and planes, trains, and automobiles approach, and I was like, "Listen, Julian, I want my fucking car right <laughs> fucking now." Either that or Scott Howard uh, when he flashes a little wolf and Teen Wolf to get the keg. Oh yeah, his like, eyes turn red. 
I had to get super firm and get super angry and, and claim that I'm going to, you know, talk to his boss. And, and, and this is all through Google Translate. So I might have been saying the wrong things, but somehow it got accomplished. Oh, wow. Excellent, excellent. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, I just I just stumbled across something, and I haven't previewed this, but I thought this would be interesting before we get to our well before we get to our break and our discussion of the Super Bowl. I just was watching the news while we were w- waiting to hook up, and I see that there's another cruise ship Ugh. with another outbreak. Of a virus on it. Now, I don't know if we've covered this. Have we covered my thoughts on cruises before on the show, Ed? I think on the other show you've covered it, but I I am in full agreement. Right. Still going on cruises. Here's what happens on cruises. Number one, contraction of unknown illness. Right. Number two, contraction of known illness. (laughs) Number three, gluttony. For sure. Number four, murder by stranger. Number five, murder by spouse. Those are the five. Oh, also, wild card number six, rogue wave. All of these things are things that are guaranteed. One of these things is guaranteed to happen to you if you go on a cruise. I just thought of another one. Tell me. Guaranteed social awkwardness. Because there are gonna, <laughs> sure. there are gonna be people that overstep their boundaries left and right and there's nowhere to go. You're on a boat. Yeah, absolutely. You're stuck with these people. Like the best case scenario is still awful. And I, I particularly like this story. It's it's I'll just read it to you. An outbreak of gastrointestinal illness. Oh. Suspected to be the norovirus. This goes in the known illness category, although up until recently this would have gone in the unknown illness. Has forced a Royal Caribbean cruise ship to return to port two days before the end of its scheduled 10-day voyage. The explorers, the explorer of the seas, which set out from Cape Liberty, New Jersey. <laughs> For St. Martin in the Car- Caribbean... Caribbean? 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 Last I used to work with a Jamaican guy who said Caribbean, Caribbean. so I've just gone with that. Caribbean. And, Bill, and Billy Ocean as well. Uh, oh, Billy Ocean. Oh, yeah, of course. Billy. Caribbean yeah. queen. Yeah he, yeah, he was also from the Caribbean. Uh, last Tuesday, carrying more than 4,000 passengers and crew members was forced to stop mid-voyage after more than 300 on board reported symptoms of the virus. First of uh, all, what are the odds that a ship leaving New Jersey would have a virus aboard it? And that's leaving – I'm pretty sure that leaves from Bayonne, New Jersey. Yeah, and the the best part is is that the ship – the trip is cut short and where are they heading? New Jersey. Like not, they, they left with some New Jersey virus. Now it's mutated and they're bringing it back to reinfect New Jersey. That's about 15, 20 minutes from my house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're catching it for sure. And I was, I was watching the news that the norovirus, they say that within – Show within one day of showing symptoms, a typical person has given it to three other people. It's highly contagious, and they said on the ship that patient zero or patient one broke out with it like a few days ago, and now there's 650 people on the ship suffering uh, this gastrointestinal. Is there any way we can just 
Maybe I should go in the middle of the night and set all the docks on fire so they just can't come back to port. Yeah, you should just... Like, you should they're just, now people without a country. Yeah, you I don't sh- want them. You should just go sit on the dock, and when the boat comes in close, just take do that move where you take your two feet and just push it back <laughs> out to sea. Like Bugs, Bugs Bunny. See a sucker? Never go on a cruise. <laughs> I don't... There's just no reason. There's all sorts of fun you can have places not on a cruise. Um, and I've given you all the reasons, and norovirus is now one of them. Uh, okay, Ed, you ready to talk Super Bowl? Absolutely. You want to get you want to get into the Super Bowl? Let's get after it. Okay, let's take a little break. When we come back, wall to wall Super Bowl, Baller Lifestyle Podcast, BallerLifestyle.com. Stick around. back baller lifestyle podcast ballerlifestyle.com brian beckner ed daly check us out on itunes subscribe do all that stuff i keep saying it constantly that you're probably annoyed by but get 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 involved in the show tell your friends and uh, you know let's make it a bigger community uh, i'm into that i'm into growing the show in any way we can growing the website so you're gonna see more and more stuff happening with the show and the website soon uh we're talking super bowl Super Bowl week, lot, a lot meaning nothing going on with the Super Bowl week, just, just like every year. There's two weeks between the Super Bowl. For some reason, they haven't worked out that they can have it on Saturday and get just as many people to watch and then give us a day to chill and recover. But hopefully, uh, right after the legalization of marijuana, who would think that as a nation – we would be closer to legalizing marijuana than getting the day after the Super Bowl off. Think about that. Ponder that, because I I am. Uh, Ed, what do you think about the game? Um, For me, I don't care. I've never cared. I I like the Chargers, sort of. I used to be a 49er fan. I was really into that Super Bowl in 95 where the Niners kicked the shit out of the Chargers and Steve Young's like still throwing touchdown passes. Uh, speaking of Steve Young, about 30 seconds ago, because I have a, a Knicks game on in the background, there was a Van Heusen commercial starring Jerry Rice and Steve Young, and it was maybe the saddest thing I've ever seen. Well, Steve Young's going with a lot, a lot, a lot of shoe polish in yeah, there these days. Yeah, he's gone Jerry Lewis. Yeah, he's really – it's all sorts of different colors. He should have just gone gray gracefully. That's the that's my advice to Salt all men. Salt pepper the shit out of it. Who cares? Yeah, that looks good. Chicks dig that. He's married to a hottie. Um, Jerry Rice, you know, I'm, I always kind of had that high voice. Dancing with the stars. Dancing with the Stars. He wore some outfits on there. He once got caught <laughs> getting a deep tissue massage at a, you know, sort of sketchy part of town. Uh, I'm not sure. There's. I feel like Jerry Rice might have a might have a deal. I'm not sure what his deal is, but I feel like Jerry Rice might have a well, deal. Now his deal is affordable slacks. Van Heusen. 
bad slacks too. I don't, you know, you guys are rich guys. I know you're taking the money, but seriously, yeah, Van put, Heusen, draw the line I mean, somewhere, guys. Right. I mean, you may as well just wear Dockers. You may as well just take your own life. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody cares about the game. There's nothing more anticlimactic than the Super Bowl. And I feel like no one has ever cared about who wins the Super Bowl. It's really just a reason to drink on a Sunday. And within two seconds of the end of the game, I've immediately forgotten the contestants. And yet every year it's more hyped up. Uh, are, are you excited about the Super Bowl? Ed? For for the obvious reasons of just having a a drinking holiday, right? But I think the two weeks helps kill the uh, the love for the game because you just you, you just hear Agreed. you just Fatigue. hear storylines that you don't care about or just guys get shoved down your throat for why you need to cheer for them, and it just has the opposite effect. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I feel like it's also setting up, like if we want to really break down the game, I feel like we're setting up for a, with the whole Richard Sherman, I can't believe I'm still saying this guy's name. Uh, I feel like he's going to get torched for three very long, very dramatic Demarius Thomas touchdowns. Uh, I, I don't, I just can't feel myself saying, Russell win Russell Wilson Super Bowl champion? Not happening. I just don't I just don't like Peyton Manning Super Bowl champion. Yeah. You know, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I feel like this is a sure fire Denver win. And but although I know nothing and don't care either way. And Wilson really seemed to be trying hard to hand the game to the the Niners. Did not play well down the stretch. Luckily, Hasn't really played well in the playoffs. He's not tall. He's got a lot, a lot of curly hair. Luckily uh, for him, Alice the Goon had a worse game. Right. Alice Alice the Goon Kaepernick threw two picks down the stretch, did, handed it back to Wilson. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I just don't – I don't – you know, I know Seattle's got a good defense and they can run the ball. Marshawn Lynch is a crazy person, I think. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, that's, they have a lot of things working in their favor. I just, you know, it's a quarterback league. It's about those. There's a lot of big names that have won that Lombardi trophy. And there's not a lot of not big names that have won it. And I think there's a reason for that. I I feel like it's just all setting up for, for a Denver victory. But again, I know less than nothing. Don't, uh, a, a lot of people like when I tweet out your, um, we your viewers guides ads yeah a lot of people are like i wish i was your bookie you know like i like we're giving real gambling advice here just having fun here yeah just Just having fun but uh but also i mean talk shit that's fun too uh yeah and that's that's the next thing that's the people this game is really programmed for is gamblers i mean that's that's the whole point of the nfl that's the or the reason for its popularity is because of gambling and of course now fantasy football, but mostly gambling, and that that's what yeah the Super Bowl even has like my mom gambling she'll buy a, a Super Bowl box right at some party with her friends for two dollars right that's yeah that's everybody gambles on the Super Bowl and that's why it's so popular people get together they gamble and I. I always like to take a look and just kind of get an idea of what people are betting on. And it, the Super Bowl is fun because you can bet all sorts of stupid shit. Yeah, sure. Um, there's tons. There's tons of prop bets. Of course, the big one is the 
coin toss, Ed, and I just want you to know Heads is on a five-year winning streak in the coin toss. I'll tell you what. I'm still all about heads. Yeah, you're, you're a heads man. I like how people are like – they do this with roulette. This is why casinos are so huge. People go, oh, fuck. It's been fucking black seven times in a row. It's got, it's got to come up red. It's about to come up red. No, the, it's the still, still the same. Percentage. The odds are exactly the same every single time the thing spins around. Equal chance of being heads or tails, but heads is feeling good. I like heads to keep its streak going. Come on, heads. Well, here's the thing: when you look at a coin, the heads and the tails, like heads, is the interesting part. Right, the tails. tails you're like, always like, what is that? A lot that? of bullshit. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going it's on. It's a building. Oh, what is that? Monticello? Are you sure this yeah. is Monticello? Right, unnecessary bullshit on the back of a coin. And the people who cheer for tails, they're really like, they're social gadflies. Well, they're just people who have to take position B with everything. They're the people who, like, try to be offbeat. I don't know, like the kind of people who brag about not having a TV. Those are uh, the tails people. Worst guys. Yeah, you know who they are? Yeah. If, if they're playing a game of Rochambeau or rock, paper, scissors, yeah. they're the assholes choosing paper. <sighs> paper asshole, Yeah. They're, yeah, not have a TV guy. It's, he, Tails is the hipster choice in the coin yeah. flip, obviously. I mean, Heads, that's the fucking president on there. You got, you're, yeah. you got, you know, Thomas Jefferson, Wa- George Washington, John F. Kennedy. Abe Lincoln on the penny. Abe Lincoln on the goddamn penny. That's right. Uh, okay. all, all men. That's right. Yeah. Always go heads. Heads is a man's pick. Don't be a, a and and don't give me that tails never fails bullshit. That's a that's a that's a shitty rhyme for a that's a loser's mentality. Yeah, it's stupid. It's not you you said that when you were a kid, you're still saying it. You probably do you probably do a lot of and many mores on singing the birthday song. Uh-huh. You know, it, nobody likes you. Stop it. Okay, you want you want to hear a couple more actual Props. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. There's some weather related ones. Um, will it snow during the game? Yes. Plus three or three to one. Plus three hundred. Yes. No. Minus five hundred. Not looking like much snow coming this weekend, Ed. Well, I heard a report of a wintry mix, which. I don't know if you can trust the casino to to say it should or shouldn't be. Yeah, who's here? wintry mix just means some bullshit weather, but there is some snow in the mix. Here, here's my question: Who determines if it snows? Because a lot of times you'll get a little wind blow some snow around, and it'll look like it's snowing. Right? Does that count as yes? It snowed during the game. I don't think so. That who who's the arbiter of that? I feel like that one can't re- actually be on the board. I think you got to take that off. I agree. Uh, What will the temperature be at kickoff? This is verifiable. Over under 34 degrees. A balmy 34 degrees at... At kickoff? At kickoff. That kicks off about 6 p.m.? I think usually it it, it, it leaks even to like 6.30. 6.20 or so, yeah. Um, And the forecast for that day is right around there. I'm going to... I'm going to say under. Yeah, I would go under, too. That's the coldest time of the day. Also, not to get off topic, 
Oh, actually, it's saying it's saying a high of thirty nine that day. Yeah, that's usually like that's early in the day. So though. this is well after. This is yeah, that would be probably one in the afternoon or so. The following day, the high is thirty four. Yeah, it's yeah, that's a tight so, one. But I, I feel like it could get under thirty four. Yeah, um, that that reminds me of something. The difference between growing up on the East Coast where you're from and growing up on the West Coast where I'm from. I've never seen a Super Bowl. I've never watched a Super Bowl where it was nighttime where I was watching the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl's on in the afternoon here. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Never thought about and that. And football starts in the morning. On s- Football on Sundays is on in the morning. You guys have to wait till 1 o'clock till a game starts. Yeah, when I have when I've visited uh, the West, it is, it is a great... It's a great feeling to just wake up and football's right there. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I got a buddy that lives part of the year in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Where the game will be on at noon. Um, okay, the lowest temperature during the game, over under 31 degrees. I feel like there's a sweet spot in there that they're they're right on. They've been looking at the Farmer's Almanac, I bet. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say it stays over 31. I think it's going to stay right in that range. Yeah, agreed. Um, here's one. Will the power go out in the stadium during the game? Now, here's one. Of course, the power is not going to go out in the stadium during the game. It's 25 to 1. But if you had like a million dollars to bet on that. Right. Bet $25 million and you just won yourself a million. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's no – like I heard some – This dig- is a new stadium. The, the Superdome yeah. won – it was getting ravaged during of Katrina. Course. Yes. It's an old stadium. It's rat infested. It's a lot of bullshit going on there from 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 years of misuse in New Orleans. Corrupt government, New Orleans, really the just the one of the sketchiest places in the United States of America. Now, New Jersey is super corrupt, but the money that's used for corruption is also to build quality construction. That see, that's what I worry about there is because there's something in New Jersey. I, I I don't. Its existence has never been confirmed. It might be a myth. Organized crime. I feel like oh, in it New, might exist. I feel like in New, well, I just don't want anybody coming looking for me. The the my town. You you there. There's a bunch of social clubs where guys I, are just kind of hanging out at a stoop. Middle middle of the day. Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah. There's 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 plenty of guys just kind of milling around. Maybe like in front of a deli. No eye contact. Yeah. You just just keep, keep on moving. Keep moving. Because I feel like if you wanted to wager on that, they somebody's got a cousin that could just pull one of those That's big true. levers. That's and, true. The guy who bets twenty five million dollars. Somebody yeah. know. Somebody yeah. knows somebody. Right. Somebody. Somebody's cousin takes that action, and then somebody else's cousin pulls a big lever, and they just got to pull it for like ten seconds. All the lights go off, and then they just push that lever back up, and boom, money made. So I, 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 I don't feel like that one's actually on the board, and if it is, it could be manipulated. Uh, this is one of my favorites, the anthem. Anthem. How we got, long, a, we got an opera opera singer this year. Yeah. Oh. How long? I can't believe you knew that. How long will it take Renee Fleming to sing the U.S. national anthem? Gotta go over two two minutes thirty seconds. I feel like this always goes over. I remember, uh, was it Christina Aguilera? Was that last year, a couple years ago? It was like right on it. Hers was like two minutes and 16 seconds or something. And it was like disputed when she had finished because it was right on the money. But 
opera singer. They hold those fucking notes. They peacock it. They really want you to know that they're good at singing. Blowhardiest uh, of all singers. A lot of overselling a note. I'm going to say over and also thumbs down to the Super Bowl committee. Who the fuck likes opera? Opera. Yeah, get somebody sexy up there. I don't care if she can sing or not. Um, or so, or a known quantity. Get Elton John or I don't know somebody I know. Uh, will Renee Fleming forget or admit at, omit at least one word of the U.S. U.S. official national anthem? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes is plus two fifty. No minus four hundred. No. Uh, is is Renee Fleming an American? Do we know? It, well, she sings opera, which is a big question mark. Unlikely. Unlikely. Also, uh, it's pretty stressful. Like, a lot of times, people will fuck up and just start singing a different verse. Well, here is sort of the same question with the snow. Who's going to verify an opera singer? Have you ever understood anything they're saying? That's true. That's a that's a great, great point. As long as Who's she can keep in tune, she could be saying a whole lot of bullshit. Yeah, she could she could be reciting the Gettysburg Address, no one would know. She could sneak in a Baba Booey at some point. It would not it couldn't be verified. Very good question. I would stay away from that one. Will Renee Fleming wear gloves when she starts singing the US national anthem? I feel like that's a a lock. Yes is at minus two hundred right there. Yeah, if she's not, she's got problems. She's fucking crazy. Of course she's gonna be wearing a glove. Here's a better one. What color will they be? White coming in at five to four, black three to two, long shot red four to one, any other color coming in better than red at three to one. I'm going black. See, here's the thing. Somebody could get to her hotel suite and be like, honey, we're going to need you to wear these red gloves today. Okay. Don't ask any questions. Right? True. It's, It's New Jersey for God's sake. But just keep in mind that some casinos open the books for WrestleMania and stuff like that. That's true. That's scripted. That's scripted. Yeah. The Oscars. Yeah. Things that the, the, the end of survivor things that people know the outcome to, uh, here's something I've had enough of. How many times will Peyton Manning say Omaha during the game? One is too many. Also, is he mic'd up so well that we'll be able to hear every single one? Oh, at this point, there are cameras and microphones everywhere. For sure. And what what's the over under? What are they saying? Twenty seven and a half. I think he got like close to forty uh, in the, in the game against the Chargers, yeah. Oh, uh, I think but I think the last week wasn't nearly as much. Oh really? Yeah. They might be changing things up and especially well, last week they were playing the Patriots who cheat. So they they might have had to switch things up because their practices had been recorded or some other method of deviance was used to steal their signals. So maybe they had to switch it up and maybe they get back to Omaha this week because Pete Carroll, he's just a good rah rah guy. He's not a villain. I'm gonna take the uh I'm gonna take the under because Peyton Manning, if nothing else, is a tinkerer. And that's true. He, he's heard about Omaha for three weeks. So I have a yes. feeling he's going to say, all right, we're going to use Omaha maybe in the first quarter as an audible for a bomb or something like that. Like, yeah. And then that's it. And then yeah. he'll, and he's got something else that'll be his Omaha. Yeah. He'll switch it to like Tampa. Right. Or Tacoma, Albany. Um, yeah. I, and that's another one. Like he could tell his brothers, one of his, not obviously not Eli cause Eli couldn't figure out how to go place the bet, but maybe Cooper, uh-huh. he could call his brother Cooper and be like, Cooper, 
let take the under suggestion. Take the under on on the Omaha's. All right, go down there, place that bet. So I feel like that could be manipulated. Um, I don't. I've got a couple bullshit props that I'd like to see. Okay. But back to the temperature, Ed. Over under the game time temperature versus height of Peyton Manning's forehead in inches. Thirty-one inches. I his forehead is probably. It's probably about 38 inches, so I'm going to take Yeah, the, it's, it'd be pretty... Yeah, he's got a Rocky Dennis going. Yeah, he does. He does. And it's... I noticed today at the press conferences, his hairline is retreating at a ridiculous rate. <laughs> he's the uh, he's the anti-Shane Battier, whose hairline seems he, to be growing forward. Yeah, he's no Drake. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Which were, will there be more of? Safeties or variances in the tone of Joe Buck's voice? Safeties. Yeah, yeah. There'll be one safety, maybe. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. There's, there, might, there might be a safety. There's zero chance. At worst, you, you take the safeties and you get a push. The the All you got to do is listen to Joe Buck's call of the David Tyree catch, uh. which might have been just the most incredible thing that's ever happened in any Super Bowl. Eli runs. He's got, he's in the grasp of a tackler. Some somehow breaks away, flings it across his body down the field, and a guy catches it off his helmet. And uh, Joe Buck is like, uh, "Tyree makes the catch." Completely uh, no variance. His same monotone that he keeps for the entire game. My favorite uh, is he might be doing it on the radio is Boomer Esiason. I feel like he should be a color man because he's not afraid to tell it like it is, even if he sounds stupid. Boomer, and I like, I like Dan Fouts. He does, he does Dan Fa- college, I think, but. Dan, Dan, no, he's doing NFL now, but he's like the second or third team on CBS. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Fouts is, is from the Boomer Esiason mold where he just will, doesn't. He knows the game. Words. He knows the game and will just say yep. things. Troy Aikman, I think is still half, on the field from when LeVar Arrington threw him down. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of concussions. Uh, Wilbur Marshall put one on Troy Aikman's yeah. chin that I wish I could unsee. Uh, Ed, it, wait, you got any props? Um, well, I, I was thinking, what do you think will be a deeper shade of red? Uh, the sauce in the Papa John's commercials? Yes. Or John Fox's face? Oh, that's good. Uh, if John Fox, it's going to be cold. If John Fox, uh, I I want to know if he's going to wear one of those things that goes around, that they like, it's like a ski mask that just wraps the face. Oh, so he hides, he hides the red. No, it. I feel like it makes it redder because it just like squeezes out. It's almost like it's pushing the, your face out like the head of a zit. Oh, oh I know I, what you're talking about. Like the yeah. E.T. kind of sleeve. Right. If he puts one of those over his head, I feel like he could go extra red. I feel like he, it could be a push in terms of John Fox's face and the Papa John's pizza sauce. I would lay off that one. All right. And then over under Peyton Manning commercials during the game. Two million? Not, not, not... Take the over on two million. <laughs> I just, just bet the over because you'll, you'll, yeah. you'll hit it mid-second quarter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. He advertise. He's he's a, a weird pitch man. He he will he will if they're paying the right price, 
he will definitely uh, endorse genocide. Right. <laughs> I don't blame him, though, because Tom Brady is good looking. Like, Peyton right. Manning. No, no one would look at those two guys and, and pick Peyton Manning as a better looking guy. Mm-hmm. Not one but, person on earth. Right. But Tom Brady, very bland. So he does a lot of ads, but he does a lot of print work because he can't get – he can't be charismatic in a commercial. Whereas Peyton Manning, he's pretty good. You know, he hosted Saturday Night Live, was much better than Tom Brady when Tom Brady hosted it. Uh, much more charismatic of a guy. And like I said, that hairline is retreating. The forehead is already massive. He doesn't have a lifetime of these endorsements left. He should get as but, much money as he can immediately. But he, he must have enough. I mean, when, when is it enough? Like, he's he's really doing a lot of Papa yeah. John's ads. Like, he, there are, yeah. I mean, you, you still have to look at your children in the morning. He's endorsing like he, Papa John's. I feel like he might own some franchises. Oh, maybe. In, the, in the Papa John's empire. I, I don't know. I, I don't blame him for doing the commercials, and there will be a lot of them featuring him. Uh, speaking of entertainment, the halftime show this year, Ed, it's Bruno Mars. I, I don't know who he is other than I, he looks like infant prince to me. He's got He's got super, super white teeth. Yeah, is, is he related to Prince? Is Prince's dad... I don't. I don't know his music. I mean, I. I don't. Of course, I don't know his music. I really couldn't tell you what he sings, but from doing a little research, the Super Bowl halftime show, it was it was a hundred times worse than it is now. I just think it'll be fine. It'll be time to get beers and and food, but like it won't be offensive because it was offensive yeah. for like twenty five straight years. Oh, you mean like when they had Up With People yes. come up, out? Yes, Up With yeah. People and Chubby Checker checking, oh, yeah. checking in like 30 years after the last time somebody requested the twists. The twist. Yeah, I mean, some sad, sad times. Last year, I found to be wildly entertaining. I It was, I it was, was unable, Beyonce. Yeah, I was unable to stand up for, for about a half hour after that. It show. was, it was... That Beyonce halftime, it was one of those things I was like, had my phone ready. I'm like, I'm going to make some tweets about this abomination. And I was mesmerized. It was was totally good. It was like well lit, well choreographed, like everything about it, like went quick. It You didn't get bored. It was really well done. I was really annoyed by that. Yeah. A lot of booty parts. I was, I was digging it. Yeah, we're in a cold weather climate, and all the Chili Peppers are performing also, and they're 50 years old, which is just as sad as it sounds. Uh, I feel like they could just, like, crisp away in the, the, the you, yeah, know, you know, they could freeze and somebody could flick them and they'd fall apart. I could see Flea getting out there with just a tube sock on his dong and, like, trying to, trying to still do the Chili Peppers thing, and, like, his elbow just falls off. Yeah, yeah, he's like trying to slap the bass, and he just like his thumb just cracks right off his body. Uh, uh, yeah, I, this I don't know what they need to do. I, I I'm really into some counter programming. I'm sure there's things out there. Maybe people tweet me and tell me what I should watch instead, uh, because I would like to tr- turn the channel. It but, assuming I'm not in a nap at that point, but not like Puppy Bowl, of course, not. or or or, the, or lingerie la- bowl. lingerie bowl. Like, listen. There's a there there are a million other opportunities when I can look at women. I don't need of to course. see them playing football. Porn exists, you right. know. I don't need that. They're, they're like, oh my god, that, I, that's 
solely programmed for people that aren't aware of the internet and pornography. <laughs> people who have subscriptions to Penthouse. People that peruse the liquor store library on the regular. Um, and and lastly, this is something we got to hit. Super Bowl parties, Ed. Are, are you hosting or attending a Super Bowl party? Uh, the last couple of years, I mean, I have some young children. children. Yeah. I, I've been just bringing – I've done the classy move and just bringing the family to a bar, restaurant type thing. Because <laughs> then your, kid, your kids can run around and go crazy. You're right. They can be as loud as they want. Yeah. I don't have to – corral them like any other restaurant experience and yeah, it, i can drink beer and sort of feel like i'm part of the action it's it's gonna be freezing fucking cold though do you it's like that's got to be a whole process you got to wrap them up and you, there's you shit do. you gotta bring and there's it's a whole forever i live in a small city so i i walk two blocks to the to the restaurant where they right right you got you got a spot set up well, I, I think I'm. Well, I know I'm gonna be. Go, I'm gonna be out of town it's with some friends. I think they're gonna have a few people over. I'm not sure of the status of the party. Last year I had a party. Uh, you know, usually usually do something, get out, and go somewhere, but not and don't go to anything big and crazy. But people should know how to act at Super Bowl parties, and this is my number one thing. That guy who brings his wife and his wife wants to shush everybody because she wants to see the commercials. Uh, If you're that guy, you need to immediately, as soon as your wife does that, you need to immediately fall on your sword, collect your wife, collect whatever dip you brought. And whatever is left of your dignity. Right. That's gone. Grab your snot-nosed kids Put your tail between your legs and leave quietly because you are not are clearly not king of your castle. You're not master of your domain and you should not be out in public having your wife shush people so she can hear the commercials. Right. Time to go to the penalty box. Absolutely. Also, important, have some decent food and drink on hand. You don't have to go crazy, but – you know, upgrade if you're doing burgers and dogs. Go out there, get go to a bakery, get some nice Kaiser rolls, get some get some good sirloin and make the burgers. Do it up. You're inviting people over. Don't have it be a shit show. Really, really take some pride in your Super Bowl party. And also, don't don't try to reinvent the wheel. Also, just just do a high quality yes Super agreed. Bowl party. We don't need cute. Asian fusion uh, Super Bowl treats. Like there, I, there's there's a time and place for everything. Like I, let's stick with the basics. I don't need your fancy pizzas with you know locally sourced toppings. Like do make it nice, but don't make it weird. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, I think that wraps up the Super Bowl. I'm excited. I'm 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 gonna get drunk for sure. That's that's my one rule is that I'm definitely gonna have some beers. I will be hung over the next day, almost certainly, and I'm getting on a plane that day. And I, as a rule, I don't think I've ever been on an airplane not hungover. So I think if that if we can get a prop on that, <laughs> you might want to get down. I'm, I'm giving you some inside information there. Uh, last thing today that we need to get to. Very popular new segment on the show. Ed, did you watch The Bachelor? Um, I'm, I'm still hashtag still straight. 
I'm going to need you as a requirement. I don't ask a lot of you. <laughs> I'm gonna I did ne- I did catch maybe 30 seconds last night in passing. I'll, I'm going to need you as a requirement, as your duties to this show and website. <laughs> you need to brush up on what's happening on The Bachelor. <laughs> All right, joining us now, excited to have our own in-house official Bachelor correspondent here, Bachelor correspondent, Fancy Sauce. Welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me again. Hey, we love we love having you on. It's I get a lot of tweets about The Bachelor. People want to know what's happening on The Bachelor. I feel like I'm create helping to create a lot of interest. You absolutely are. Ed doesn't with about five people. Ed doesn't watch <laughs> The Bachelor, so I can't talk about The Bachelor with him. And it's something I feel it's a cultural phenomenon that needs to be reviewed on the show, and I insist that we do it. So okay. tell us, let us know, let's inform Ed. What happened on the okay. bachelor? Right. Four. So I can still get into week it. Four. I can still get it. We're down. Yeah, you can still get into it. <laughs> no, you're I'm requiring you to get into it. This is this is a rule. I, and I'm not saying watch the whole thing. I'm like You don't I, have to watch the bro- Brian fell asleep for about twenty minutes of it last night. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I slept through most of the second half. Just so here's, here's I know the, the wife records it. Just, I want you to know I need this to be crystal clear. I'm not doing it for you, Brian. Uh-huh. Yeah. But next next week, yeah, oh, yeah, I will watch it for, will you do it for our me? our beloved correspondent. Ah, uh, yeah. you're the yeah. just yeah. make it clear like, it's not like, for you. Know. Hey, whatever your reasons are, Ed, not for you, Brian. Just do it for it's, the right reasons, it's okay? It's Ed's here for the right reasons. Right reasons. Okay, what happened on the okay, Bachelor well, this week, Cato? We we are down to twelve girls from a field of twenty-seven. He doesn't. So that's get- been. Oh, more oh, than half in four weeks. He doesn't get to bang them until it gets down to three, so he's That's sizing true. them up. Yeah. Um, I guess in order of Juan Pablo's preference, I would say Charlene looks like the front runner. Charlene, S-H-A-R-L-E-E-N. Ed, also, she's an opera singer. Can you, when, when you tell me who these people are, can you also, uh-huh. I think uh, 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 on a scale of one to ten in the looks department is important for the... Okay, well, Brian and I are going to have vastly yeah, different this, that could be a problem. Okay. And so I'll let him. I'll let him write. I would write. give Charlene about a six. <laughs> not not super attractive. <laughs> she's she's okay looking, but she her vibe. She's frigid. She she's not aware of her own body. I doubt she's ever masturbated. She definitely wouldn't do anything interesting. If that if you probably she the, her, she so. the bad kisser. Yeah, she's yeah, the bad kisser. Yeah. She's the bad kisser, exactly. Yeah. Second place, uh, Claire. Kind of like, yeah, she's she's a pretty attractive blonde. She's slutty hot. She's she, she would she do a the, weird mouth, She though, would do the I've most decided. stuff. She's the hottest on the show, I think, by far. Uh, then I think third place after this episode, I think Andy, who is my pick to win, and I think the most attractive. Andy's pretty cute. She's got a Latina vibe. I don't get a real sexy vibe. Okay, she's... I do. So I think we haven't seen enough of her. Claire, I would give like an eight. No, Claire, I would give a nine. Andy, I would give an eight. What? In terms... In the ranking okay. in terms of the show. All right. Ed, um, this is a problem. <laughs> fourth place, uh, Nikki. Nick- also, I don't write. Nikki's but. like Claire Light. She's also a blonde, although she has a tattoo on her side. 
Interesting. Which isn't my thing, but it could be a good indicator of things to come. What she would do. Right. She would do, like, she would get a tattoo on her side. She could probably be talked into things. Those are my two, those are the four top, like, the four front runners. The rest are all going home. Charlene, Claire, Nikki, Andy. Although, of the others, I think Kat and Renee... The mom will hang around for a few more episodes. Cat has some big fake cans. I could she, see guys probably being into her. I think she's pretty beat. I would give her like a five. Beat and she's also, I think, the most annoying one of them. Very all. annoying. She was she was dancing in Korea last night. So I don't know. Juan Pablo is getting less handsome by the second because he's such a dipshit. Yeah, he's a moron. He's, really is. Um, he, he's taken on a cartoonish aspect for me. He's he, just, he's a fool. He says the same things over and over He sounds again. like Scooby-Doo when he speaks. <laughs> he's really into... Rollerblading? You know, he's, he's, <laughs> well, he's way too into dancing. It's really off-putting. Dances whenever he gets a chance. Yeah. Gets up there Red and flag. does that kind of like yes. salsa-ish. We're, the only thing worse than a guy being into dancing is a guy being good at dancing. <laughs> and he sort of checks both boxes. Troubling. So... Yeah, it's a, he's, he's a, got a little Travolta in him. <laughs> um, this week's episode, they go to Korea, which they're all way too overexcited about when they find out. Well, when, when last, week's, last week's excursion was to Utah, I guess anything is exciting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they went to Korea like BJ Honeycutt, and they were like <laughs> super excited about it. They were like, we're over the moon. They're like, we're going to fucking Korea! Well, I, I think they're like most crying of, and shit, tackling each other. Most of that is because I think none... Almost all of them, bar Charlene, have ever left the United States. Right. I think Claire said as much. She hadn't been far out of Sacramento. And these girls are always way more insufferable when you take them out of their comfort zone and put them in another culture and get to watch them. It's really, really bad. Korea of all They should places. have taken them to North Korea. That would have been fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that really would have been better. Yeah. Anyway, there, there was some bad dancing with this some big k-pop girl group called 21 but spelled two capital n capital e and the number one yeah i don't i don't speak which doesn't Korean. really it doesn't really translate but okay and cat that really annoying girl was huge really tits. into this date because she's a dancer and there was it, it involved like backup dancing for this k-pop group um, Kat also uh, announced that her dad had seven DUIs, which was the highlight of the show for me. I don't, I, I don't, that seems like a lot. Is that a lot? Ed? How does that come up in conversation? Um, she decided to talk about, you know, some, some family truths during her one-on-one time with him. And she brought up the fact that her dad was a, you know, had, was this raging alcoholic. Daddy issues. Big yeah. Time. Daddy issues. Um, so yeah, Charlene, the front runner, and he, he even says she's my favorite. You are, you, know. you are my favorite. Um, she's so dull to me and completely asexual. Um, but anyway, he uses his one-on-one date card with her. But I mean, I think she's playing a bit of a long game cause she's really coy. She acts like she's not really that interested in him. You know, instead of the usual tech these girls take, which is, you know, falling over themselves, trying to tell him how into it they are and they're there for the right reasons, they're ready to fall in love. She just straight up negs him. At the end of the day, she's like, well, you're not bland and you're more fun than I expected. Uh, Like, those were her compliments. Yeah, she's working him. She's making him chase her (laughs) when the other broads are chasing him. Yeah. Um, The other big reveal... 
was that she, in as many words, told him that she's not really interested in kids. And he has said he definitely wants more children. So, I mean, if he's looking for a broodmare, he's really back in the wrong horse here. Broodmare. But he did give her a rose, and he called her different and classy. So that's where we're at with her. Um, then there was a group day where all of a sudden Juan Pobbs announces he's not going to be kissing any girls this week because he's already kissed six, and he doesn't want his daughter seeing that. He wants to set a better example for his five-year-old daughter. Because she watches The Bachelor? So makes no sense. Also, was he like, I will not kiss you, but you, if you would like, you can kiss it. <laughs> where does uh, where does the daughter live? Like, is it is the daughter in uh, Venezuela? The daughter's Florida. in Miami, right? Yeah. With his uh, his parents are looking after her. Um, so he denies Renee, the mom, and Lauren, some boring chick, um, his Latin lips. But he does make out with Claire, which shows where he's at with her. Claire's a honey. He breaks his rule. Um, and he also made out with Nikki earlier in the show. Um, he ends up giving Andy, my favorite, the rose um, on the group date. I think he's really starting to feel her. Um, so a rivalry was born this week between Nikki and Claire, the two blondes. They're kind of the same chick. Who are in the top four. Both annoying blondes who he's really into. And I think this could get interesting. There's only um, one way to find out. Nikki's... <laughs> yeah, you got to sex them both. That's, that's <laughs> great analysis, Ed. Um, yeah, but things are, things are definitely getting really catty between these girls, which I love. Um, let's see. All the girls hate Claire. She's really become really territorial with Juan Pobbs, um, constantly trying to maneuver herself closer to him. And she pulls that babyish thing to get attention, which some guys fall for. She made a really big performance out of eating some octopus in the markets. Like it's, it's octopus. What's wrong with you? Yeah, she was really freaked out Kidding, about that. Apparently, out. they don't have sushi in Sacramento. Also, Ed, you'll like this because you, you're into this kind of thing. They went to like some spa where they oh, all put their gross. disgusting feet in some dirty water with a bunch of fish you in You know, the it. little Ugh. fish spa, fish and tank spa. So the fish could eat all the disgusting dead skin off their feet. I, how I don't even know how this was allowed on television. Uh, that's making me ill. I I, I really so wish weird. I really wish I didn't make that promise before. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you missed the, really the show. See see if the wife still got it on the DVR. Oh, no. Yeah. The show ends with the rose ceremony, of course, um, with Lauren getting cut. Lauren was really boring. She didn't matter. She was really <laughs> earnest, though. She really thought that she was going to find love. She was love. real dull. Yeah. Um, but the big shocker of the show and a real bad call by the producers, we think, was yeah. that Elise, trashy blonde Elise, Elise with had the bad some, roots and the bad eyebrows uh, and the big boobs. Yeah, Elise had some big tits. She's the only one there with some big tits. And she was like really like trying to stir it up with the other chicks. She could have been a good villain. Um, Elise was cutting and despite her eyebrow penciling issues, I'm sorry to see her go. I liked Elise. Yeah. Rip a, Elise. That was too bad. I mean, he he could have lost Kelly, the the dog lover with the she's got a She sucks. Eye. Her job is she's dog lover. She's got one like droopy eye. Yeah. Right? She's a bit of a ginge. Not there's nothing cute about her. Or Danielle, who I know nothing about. We don't know anything about right. her Danielle's other than that she has boring. two hairstyles. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um what else? 
I mean, I'm really disappointed that he hasn't had any, he hasn't given Allie any time because she was my favorite for a sleeper black horse. Yeah, I feel like the, it's, I think dark horse is the, what did I say? It's the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> what do they call it? Black horse. You said she's a black horse. <laughs> That's funny. Dark horse. I know it's a dark horse. Oh, okay. Yeah. I say the wrong word sometimes. Yeah, I know. Um, Allie, I think she seems like a good match for him. She's a nicer, less smart, less severe version of Andy. Yeah, I think it's it's we we've seen that it's going to come down to Charlene, Claire, and Andy in the final three, unless somebody does something weird, gets really crazy, and gets caught, or unless he gives Allie some one on one time. Yeah, and decides that. He likes her. Kate's, Kate's, it could happen. Kate's rooting for Allie. I, I feel like he's he's keeping Claire around just a boner, and, he, and then eventually he's going to pick between Charlene and Andy. Okay. Yep. That's uh, it. Yeah. Fancy. Excellent. As always, great bachelor report. Cheers. Ed. Ed, you're going to tune in. You're going to you're going to have some deep thoughts next week on the. On the on the fish, it's starting to get eat. good. So you might want to tune in. Ed. I, I will. I will tune in for you, but I I can't promise deep thoughts on this one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this week they went to uh, Vietnam and Korea. Ne- maybe next week they'll go to like Baghdad and Jalalabad. <laughs> I read a spoiler for next week that Claire sneaks in and they do some secret hot tubbing or something together. Oh, and I think she takes her, top. She's, she take uh, her top off. She's going the Courtney. Ben no, Flanagan she doesn't route. take her. She, I don't think she takes her top off like Courtney, but she does. They do do some secret hot tubbing, nighttime hot tubbing behind the other girl's back. Outstanding. So, so he is banging them on the side, right? Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to say. He gets to overnight him at some point, but there could oh, way be, down the track. Yeah, there could be some interplay off camera that we don't know about. Yeah. All right. Let's hope. All right. Fancy, thanks for the update. We await your report next week. Yep. Black Chorus, I'm out. Outstanding. <laughs> Bye. All right, Ed. We covered it all. Super Bowl, Bachelor, everything's everything that's going on this week. Um, another outstanding job by us. Would you agree? Proud of us. Yeah, outstanding. Give yourself a pat on the back. Great job on your marathon. Uh, official announcement of your retirement from half marathoning. New news of the week. The brightest candles burn quickly. I'm done. It's true. It's true. Well, well. Props to you and your two hour time. Um, let's let's do this again next week. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. For fancy sauce for Easy Ed Daily. I'm Brian Beckner. Follow us on Twitter interact with us listen to the show subscribe on itunes all of that stuff for all of those people we'll talk to you next week we're out later Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. 
exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. 